from him. You're with Julian on the brown note and a review of the vault. Uh, confusingly also called The Way, uh, Way Down. Uh, two really inconsequential titles. And um, it's been released in a couple of countries in the cinema quite recently. And I don't know what the full release schedule is. I think it's on streaming. It's a relatively high-budget bank robbery film in the post-Ocean's Eleven vein. Um, it's by a Spanish director, and it's a Spanish production called Juame Balaguero, who has uh, made his name over a number of uh, acclaimed horror films in Spain. And this time around, he's turned himself to uh, a fairly rote bank robbery film with some interesting elements. Um, we get um, some guys that are looking for galleons that sank in the 1600s off the coast of Spain, and they find one that Francis Drake has, I think, sunk, or he, it was his boat, and they raise up all the gold bullion and the Spanish military, the Navy, are waiting and take it all off of them. The uh, scavenger guy goes to the European Court of Human Rights to try and get it back as his property and the government of Spain wins, keeping all his gold bullion. The kicker is he wasn't really after all that gold. He was after three coins that Sir Francis Drake had put there because Sir Francis Drake, many of these people that were... Um, Great English heroes were kind of pirates. In fact, actually pirates a lot of the time. But he wanted to hide all his gold from the British Empire because he didn't trust them. So he buried unimaginable amounts of gold somewhere that no one knows about. And these three doubloons, I think they're called, uh, point to the location. So he was never after all of this massive amount of gold. It was just these three coins to find an even bigger stash. The Spanish government hide all of this gold in the Bank of Madrid, or the Bank of Spain in Madrid, in a vault. And not only is the Bank in Spain one of the most unbreakable buildings on earth, with the Spanish army literally across the street, the vault it is in is this famous vault that was created in the 1920s, and no one knows how to break it. That's when they bring in Freddie Highmore, who plays the good doctor, as a kid at Cambridge University who's a wonder kid and who rejects all job offers at the end of his time there. And the Sam Riley character, who is like the lead scavenger guy who goes off to find these shipwrecks, he entices him to become their genius, to work out how to crack the uncrackable vault, the hardest vault to get into in the world, Alar sort of uh, very everything about it is so derivative and it's got a lot of stick for the fact that even the characters themselves are so derivative of all of so many films that you've seen um so they, the team get together and they sort of try and brainstorm ways to get in the vault overcome obstacles every single element of oceans 11 is here um now, this is a film that has a number of flaws. The derivativeness of it and the lack of imagination in the writing is definitely front and center. That is terrible. On the flip side, the, is, it, this is crushing because there is so much potential here. Like the Bank of Madrid or the Bank of Spain, I can't remember which way around it's called, is a thrilling environment, stunning to look at. The, the caveat is they do it on the night that Spain wins the World Cup final when the streets are full of people. Another element that has so much intrigue, this whole 
gold doubloon smuggling world has so much intrigue. It's almost like the the director is like a cat bringing in a dead bird and just dropping it at your feet. He doesn't explore any of these elements. The visual splendor of the bank, it doesn't. It's just there. To, it's just waiting for some great camera work and visuals, and we don't get any. The mythology around the vault is kind of tepidly put out there, and we don't really get any. The whole notion of the thousands of people in the streets while the World Cup final's going on being an element that could be used isn't really used at all. It just has so much potential. But the worst part about it is Freddie Highmore, the guy that plays a good doctor. I will put my bank, which is nothing, on him not becoming a very successful lead actor. He plays this like the good doctor to such a degree I was actually quite surprised they thought that he would be a good lead actor. Uh, he plays, he, he doesn't act much, uh, and I imagine the acting here would be a, a, a poor to average version of the Good Doctor episode. Um, he's not a leading man. And we get uh, Astrid Berges Frisbee, who is a Spanish actress and model who plays like the pickpocket. Um, she is a woman. Now, the idea that this beautiful woman would be interested in the Freddie Highmore is so ludicrous. It's very destabilizing and uncomfortable to watch. They make him out to be this love interest for her, and she, for absolutely no reason God himself can work out, falls for him. And it is incredulous. And it he comes across so much like a 12-year-old boy that when she kissed him, it made me really uncomfortable because it, it was like she was kissing a child. So that was really bad. They could do so much here. Famke Jensen, who I think is just God. Just, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, she was absolutely wonderful in the X-Men and in James Bond. <laughs> that unforgettable role, but I just think she's gorgeous. Um, she's in this with a British accent. She hasn't been in anything for years. She's got a really good British accent. She looks amazing. And if her and Sam Riley, who's excellent, were the leads, it would completely transform this movie. Instead of giving us Freddie Highmore and Astrid with zero chemistry, uh, one like the like a, a young adult, the other like a young teen. And it just doesn't work. Sam Riley is actually really good. And we get a few seconds here and there of Frankie Jansen and... You're just like, why not more? There's so much they could do with this film to make it brilliant, and it just isn't there. So uh, when it gets into its groove, I actually found it quite entertaining. Um, it just doesn't get there enough, and it leaves too much on the table that it didn't... No home runs for any of these really good ideas at all, really. So um, I'm going to have to say it's a sub-5 from me, sadly, which means I wouldn't recommend watching it at all. Um, when it's good, which is about a third of the film, it's actually pretty entertaining, but it's probably not that good for more than half the film. So I'm going to give The Vault or Way Down a 4 out of 10. Shay, 